the living feet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live. One of us watched NXT, but spoilers, that's just fine. (laughs) But before I do that, my name is John, and joining me, as she is joining me every week, is my good friend and tag team partner, the player dose to my player uno. Yes! Marianne. Player dose. How are you? The only time I'm okay with being... Dose. With being dose? With being dose. What about if you were Los? Oh my god. Ingovernables! Sweet shirt. Thank you. I got my uh, Destino shirt in finally. I'm John's been getting all it. these gifts or just things. All these things that I've bought for myself. Yes. I can't stop looking at that. Oh yeah. So in studio, I this can't. is the first, the first time that... Um, uh, we are recording a podcast in the newly revamped NOTLG Research and Development Center. Um, I bought a bunch of LED lights, and we added some more shelves down here, and I brought every pop figure I have from upstairs downstairs. So it is a a nerd haven. Oh, yes. And uh, newly brought into the studio via Marianne, um, she bought me... Excuse me, she purchased... For me, and I will pay her back. She did not just do this out of the goodness of her heart. I Trust me. I caps locked, said, buy that for me immediately. Uh, is Our newest addition is the uh, Eva Marie uh, pop figure. I only did it because it was as is. That was literally the only reason because I thought it was so funny. As is. It was at uh, Target and they have like a whole bunch of pop figurines and it was over kind of by like the clearancy section. Yeah. And I was like, this is l- legit the only WWE one. And it had a giant as is sticker on it. And uh, Keith said, all <laughs> all reds, all red tag, everything. <laughs> but it was like, and I was like, what's wrong with it? And I honestly cannot figure out what's wrong with it. But I sent a picture to John and he had said, get it for me. And I went... Uh, yeah. Fine. And then I said, "This is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done," and you were like, "Doubtful." Doubtful. Which I screenshot, shotted. Yes. Yeah. Instagram. It was guys. funny. Come on. It was. Uh, it was funny. But yeah, now it's facing me, and I'm stuck looking at this big all red tag everything. Well, maybe <laughs> I'll switch things around. Maybe this will be the wrestling shelf. Well, because that's where the Mizdow is. That's where Mizdow is. Mizdow next to Batman, where he belongs. Yeah, I was going to say, he would be proud. I think he would be very proud. Batman would be proud (laughs) to be next to the Mizdow. Very true. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything I wanted to talk about before we get into um, actual wrestling stuff. Oh, when I had gone and got the Avon Repop figurine, I was actually in search for a Miz. For our Miz Shrine. For our Miz Shrine. Our Miz Shrine. All hail Miz. And there was, I went to two Targets and two Walmarts and none of them had a Miz. There was That's like a- 20 Rusevs and at least like a billion Tyler Breezes, but there was no Miz and I was so upset. I'd be fine with having a handsome Rusev in the studio. 
but it didn't say handsome Rusev on the sure. package. It's it, it should, but it it doesn't. Need there wasn't to, even a Heath Slater because if there was a Heath Slater, oh, I would have Heath snatched Slater, that yeah. shit so fast you don't even know. And um, <laughs> Shockmaster in his new home, backwards Mokra, upside down. Home. Yeah, perfect. Um, I'm gonna address this Kenny Omega thing. I guess. Okay, right now. please do that. Um, everyone seems to be very obsessed with having Kenny Omega in WWE, and I'm was, not okay with that. I was thinking about this on the way on the way home. Is we live in a in in a society now where you can get like everything. Like you can see these people everywhere if mm-hmm. you wanted to. You can watch all of Kenny Omega's matches. Not only on New Japan World, but you can watch them all on on DDT, the new DV, DDT. I think it's called Universe. That could be wrong, but I'm not sure. It's it's not like you can't. See and he's these making a pretty decent living. The I'm same can be said sure. for the Young Bucks, also. Yeah. Speaking of Kenny Omega, yeah. And I I get I don't I don't get the obsession with ha- wanting to have these people in the WWE. I don't either. Um, because they're making a pretty good living. Maybe if it, if you just think that that's something like they've done everything they can do, like AJ Styles, and they should just go and test the waters. That's fine. But it I don't know. It just makes me because sometimes I feel like the WWE ruins people. They do. I don't. I don't know if they do so much more now as they did like maybe two three years ago. Yeah. But yeah, times are changing. So I guess. I guess just um, instead of instead of putting them in a place where it's you can find an easy access cable TV. How about you go out of your way to support and watch these things elsewhere? You know, like don't don't be having yeah. like the highest point being the WWE because yeah. in, in in some cases, yeah, it's like the like I don't want to say like monopoly huge place, but it's really not. You know, like you start because you want to work towards getting there, but yeah. sometimes you get to that point and then you just realize it's not what you really want. Exactly. Like I'm sure that's how the young bucks feel. Well, the young bucks probably did the math and know that they make way too much money on the indies. Yeah, to... and then you that you wouldn't if the the I feel like they wouldn't have as much freedom to be fucking ridiculous. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, just uh, support the people. You like? In I don't the like. Way. I don't like funny people being reined in. No, I don't either. So, so that's my. Although Big E is the outlier in that situation, and I and I I mentioned this because someone had posted an article from Fox Sports saying like, oh, imagine I don't touch anything Fox. Imagine if Kenny Omega, like the lights, the he's in the Royal Rumble in two. Th- it was written like an E Fed description which i should know because i have some if i ever find those we will read we will read some of my, <laughs> we will read my promos that i made That's M- ridiculous, much like my though. comic book that we read on yakety cast yeah I, I saw it yeah so yeah there you go i have another rant later but that involves um seth rollins and we will get to that oh my god we'll, we'll, we get, st- to we'll that. completely get to that so monday night raw yes the wrestling nine minutes in we get to the wrestling yes. um we open the show with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho just, you know, saying like, oh, I, you know, I beat Roman Reigns. It was great. Jericho's stating that he's the 61 minute man. Can we just open every Raw with Chris Jericho? I'd be fine with it. I, I, I would be fine with at least turning on the TV just to see that part. Because honestly, let's be real here. Without Jericho and Cesaro, Raw probably has like zero redeeming qualities. The New Day. Oh, yeah. I forgot The New Day. And maybe Sami Zayn. Because I like to support. Sami Zayn, yes. Well, because I like to support the Sami Zayn. He is. He's great. 
He's the, we should always support Zane. He's, he's the best. In Zane in the membrane. In Zane in the membrane. So St- Braun Strowman comes out, <laughs> and he says, all right, you got to give me a title shot. And Owens is like, what are you talking about? And he says, yeah, you told me I could have a title shot. And what did Owens say? That wasn't me. That's CGI. That's CGI, <laughs> yes. So um, Strowman shows a clip of Owens saying he would give him a universal title match at, basically after the Royal Rumble when he retains. So Foley goes, yeah, that match is going to happen. And I immediately said, well... Foley still rocking that slick green suit. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's the only nice thing he has, and he, he wants to get his money's worth out of like it. like the Wizard of Oz. Well, he, it's such a sick suit. I love it. But yeah. also, Lana was wearing the same thing she wore on Sunday. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. I'm uh, not quick to the trigger on the... Nope. Nope. I'm not quick to the trigger on it at all, but yes, she was. You just made the list. Nailed it. Not really. No, I have Lana hair now too, because her hair is short like no. Renee's. Yeah. I'm wearing the wig again. The wig has made its return with. Even the... though I did get my hair done today. And you're wearing a wig. Well, I didn't get the ex- the extensions put up. News flash. I have extensions, but I got it dyed again. But it didn't have any body, and I went. Mm, I'm gonna wear a wig today. All right. So why not? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And my my hot rod shirt. Yes. So we had Sami Zayn taking on Chris Jericho. I thought the match was fun. Uh, and I wish it was a title match, to be I honest. I do, too. Well, Sami beat Chris Jericho, um, which is a much-needed win for Sami. Yeah. I, I think, though, just to be safe, we should keep the Raw titles on Canadians until we get our shit together. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that there's enough Canadians to pass it around for, like, the next four years. Probably, yeah. So... But let's yeah, do that. <laughs> well, let's see, we'll see if Sammy gets a uh, U.S. championship. I think match here. I think it would be good for. Well, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen at Fastlane because we got a couple of things going on there. That's the Raw pay per view before WrestleMania, which I think personally is stupid. But whatever, you do what you got to do. WWE, I guess. Uh, we had Tony Nice taking on Mustafa Ali. Now. I thought this match was also pretty good, but I'm very confused as to the booking of the cruiserweight division. I don't... I am... Yeah, I don't know. Mainly because last week we hyped up uh, Mustafa Ali like a bunch. He got a, a video before his match. He ended up winning the match. He got the pinfall. He's also a babe. You just made the list! And yeah. I, I just don't understand why he lost to Tony Nese. Because they keep trying to make Tony Nese happen. Stop trying to make Tony Nese happen. It's not going to happen. I think, yeah, I, I somewhat agree with you. Um, he, Somebody said on Twitter, I think it was the WWE Creative Humor, where they were like, yeah, we're just as shocked as you are that Tony Nese has entrance music. Oh, yeah. I also forgot to put after the match, Austin, yeah, Austin Aries, Aries absolutely oh, killed it. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. That was the most backhanded interview I've ever heard. It was heard. great. Because it was critics, but it was really me. Him. It was him. <laughs> and you. And me. And basically everyone. Tony Tony Nice is like, as I had said on Twitter, there are people that have not even debuted on 205 Live yet that are more memorable than Tony Nice. <laughs> Yes. He's he's the worst. We, like we will get to uh some debuts on 205 live in the cruiserweight division. Tony Nice is so fetch. We had the uh Rollins Stephanie segment, which was just like Rollins calling out Stephanie or the other way around. I can't remember. It was Rollins calling out Stephanie. Yes, and he just lays into her. It was impressive. It was. 
And she says, you know what? Triple H is on his way here tonight and he will address you. And, you know. Everyone was expecting her to slap him and she didn't. She did not slap him, which I was very um, shocked by. I was pleasantly surprised. We had a six-person intergender tag team match. I loved the entrance. Cesaro with the arm dangles. Yes. That was... He's solidified his place as my favorite talent on the main roster. We had Cesaro, Sheamus, and Bailey taking on Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Charlotte Flair. How great was them trying to force Sheamus into enthusiasm yes. when he came out? I have never identified with Sheamus oh, so much God. in my life yeah. than when they forced him into a group hug. And then when he came out and they were trying to get him excited and he went, no, I don't yeah. want to have that's Oh, my God. That's like me in every social situation. And so Bailey great. ends up getting the pin on Charlotte, which I was uh, I was shocked by, frankly. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I thought um, maybe we'd continue. But you know what? That continued. Wow. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about this. I shouldn't be shocked about it because Charlotte got pinned on Monday Night Raw, which is something that happens to her a lot. Yeah. Because she is very bad at winning on Monday Night Raw when it kind of counts. Yeah. Uh, we had the... <laughs> Another confusing promo between uh, Neville, the Neville, Pirate King. Neville the Pirate King comes out and he, you know, says like ah stuff, and then Rich Swan comes out. I don't know what he said. Have you seen? I think I've mentioned. Have you seen Muppet Treasure Island? I have not. Do actually. you know who Billy Connolly is? Uh, the name sounds familiar. Okay, so there's, uh, there's, <laughs> I believe that's pretty sure. Yeah, it is. Um. He's Scottish. Now, Neville's English, but I mean, he's like really Northern English, which is like almost Scottish. But like new nasty Neville has brought out his inner Scotsman. So what had happened was in there, there's a scene in the movie where Billy Connolly comes back. He is drunk as shit and he walks in and it's like it's like Rizzo and Gonzo and um, Jim Hawkins this adorable, you so cute little boy. <laughs> and he's screaming, rum! Give me rum, lads! Where's the rum? And I just want Neville to say that. He sounds exactly like Billy Connolly. It's the funniest thing. It's like new nasty Neville is bringing out his inner Billy Connolly. I mean... It's great. You need to watch that movie. It's one I, of my favorite movies of all Muppets, time. I love the Muppets, as we can see over here. Muppet Treasure Island is so, like... I feel like I've seen half of it. It's it's really underrated. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. I love it. I think the one I watched the f- the full length of was the one where we're trying to figure out where Gonzo's from. That was a whole movie, I'm pretty Isn't sure. Muppets in Space? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched Muppets in Space. Ah, uh, John. Oh, me. Muppet cast. Muppet cast. <laughs> so, Rich Swan comes out and says, Neville, I'm not here to fight, and then fights in his, him. In his very uh, Rich Swan. Yeah. I'm not here to fight, and... Then he was he, like, why then, are you treating these people like this? And I was like, yeah, you tell him, Rich Swan." So he states he's not here for fight and then to fight. I'm and not then here he, for fight. <laughs> and then he ends up fighting him. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, then we had the Universal Championship match between Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. Uh, Jericho gets put through a table immediately. I'm so sad. He was on commentary. <laughs> and then it was through... They said that somebody got put through a table. It was the German commentary table. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I am just so happy that there's even a German commentary table to begin with. <laughs> but I want them... Like, when they announce matches and how like much people weigh, I want just... Just 
for once to humor me to announce people's weights as in how many McDonald's quarter pounders equal one person (laughs) (laughs) instead of saying like weighing and it's such and such pounds this many quarter pounders equals this person how many quarter pounders I don't know why I thought of that but how many quarter pounders do you think Chris Jericho is I don't know man all right I'm gonna Uh, say Braun Strowman weighs enough to equal a big breakfast fair (laughs) I'm gonna say Chris Jericho weighs 350 what did you say quarter, quarter pound? pounders I mean, did you just do the math like no. quarter a pound no, oh. fuck no oh yeah yeah you just do the math i guess somebody's right? screaming the answer <laughs> you need to figure it out um so roman interferes i mean the match was all right and then he speared literally everyone yeah like audience members and everything so i mean all the john cena kids yeah <laughs> he speared everyone in the entire audience it was a long segment Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are out, and I actually really enjoyed this promo. The was, yeah, but promo. I was um yeah, eating but. I was eating bagel bites, so I wasn't watching it, but like realizing that not watching it and listening to Paul Heyman talk is kind of like I think I've said this before that Paul Heyman talks like somebody like if you close your eyes and listen, they talk like oh no no no. It was that he sounds like um Bubba Ray Dudley, they sound similar. But more importantly, if you close your eyes and listen to Paul Heyman talking, it's almost like you're listening to Newman from Seinfeld advocate for Brock Lesnar. Don't even pretend that Heyman wouldn't say Jerry in that exact same tone. Don't even pretend. I No, he would do it. He sounds just like Newman. So the Yeah But promo, I really enjoyed it. It was basically how Brock Lesnar's done all these great things. Yeah, yeah but... but. <laughs> it was I really liked it and then I liked how it ended where everyone was saying Goldberg you know beat Brock Lesnar and but the, at Wrestlemania it'll be yeah but and he just throws the microphone I really enjoyed it I thought it was a fun promo well it's Paul Heyman yes and then Marianne we had a tornado tag a team match what what do we got over here? Oh, I you skipped the Nia Jax Sasha match, and I yeah, I, I put well, it happened, but that's all I know. That's why I skipped it. <laughs> this tornado tag match, the Enzo and Cass coming out. When he said "You're so vain," you probably think this song is about you. <laughs> I lost my shit. A goddamn Carly Simon reference in 2017. What a time. Especially when Cass was like, nice reference. And I went, oh, bless you, Enzo. (laughs) You're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great song. Next time they come out, though, next time they have an entrance, look at the G graphic they have on the ground and tell me that that does not look like pizza in the shape of a G. (laughs) Look at it. I would eat a G-shaped pizza. I would eat an anything-shaped pizza. Pizza's delicious. Pizza cast. Hopefully, that's the end of this feud. <laughs> I, I don't really remember much about the match other than Jinder Mahal cannot super kick to save his life. <laughs> He's a tall lad, too. What did, what did Enzo say about him? Like, something about air? Is there, like, air in your veins or something? Oh, like, God. it was so funny. I do not he, recall. He was like, what is wrong with you? Are you, like, juiced up on air? <laughs> like, it was, it was weird because he was like, your veins. Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Enzo and Cass pick up the win. And hopefully that is uh, the end of this feud. Please. Please. Let's put Enzo and Cass. Well, I guess Seamus and Cesaro have to get their rematch. So. Shame Zaro. Shame Zaro. So uh, the last segment was uh, Triple H coming out and cutting a 
monologue I, of the century. I thought it was amazing up until like the like, I hate when he does the whiny thing. I was just thinking of that too. I actually muted the TV and was I like, I hate when he does that. I was like, that. don't stoop to Seth's level trips. I understand do what he's, what he's doing, like, but I hate it. And I thought the promo itself was, was pretty Fucking good. good. And, um, I'm going to, if I was still doing theater, I would take killer wrestling promos and use them as audition. Oh monologues. yeah, totally. Wish me luck. Trips monologue. <laughs> trips don't monologue. do it. Gonna so, do it. <laughs> so Seth ends up coming out. He's walking to the ring, and a wild Samoa Joe appears out of nowhere. A legit wild Samoa Joe. Exactly. And he f- was in jeans. Yeah, he in a tap out shirt. He's and- barely even recognizable <laughs> with jeans on, he, just saying. He beats the ever loving shit out of Seth as uh Triple H looks on and then walks away, and uh Seth gets put in the Coquita clutch. And is promptly choked out. And, and that is how injured. Raw goes off the air. I woke up Tuesday morning to that news that uh, that Seth Rollins is injured. And first of all, that sucks a lot. Because at first we thought, well, maybe he's going to miss WrestleMania. And it still looks like he might. I think the latest... That's going to be his new thing is he can't wrestle at WrestleMania. The latest news is... They're going to turn it into a work. Well, the latest news (gasps) is he's out, I think it's six to eight weeks, which would put him right around coming back either for WrestleMania or a little after. So I hope he gets well enough because I kind of want this Triple H-Seth Rollins feud to come to an end. I think, and uh, I think, uh, and long feud is long. More so, I want it to come to an end, so he stops using the pedigree. I hate that so much. I want him to cut, get your own finisher. I want him to. Well, he wants to beat Triple H with the pedigree, and then he says that he will move great. on. That would be great. It. Yes, I think that would be very good. I miss the curb stomp. I also miss the curb stomp. I think it was a bad idea to get rid of it. Just rename it, and I really don't think it's that bad of a move but i mean they're you know they're always worried about concussions so so seth rollins gets hurt and i guess i'll just address this now um and everyone started going oh there's samoa joe injuring another person again get stop it it's a dangerous and thing people get people get hurt and and i don't see anybody going oh there goes seth rollins injuring finn balor there goes Seth Rollins ending Sting's career. So, uh, yeah, everybody gets injured just because, I mean, that's two people Joe's injured and and or was involved in the injury. He's not purposely trying to hurt anyone. So it's when, a two. It takes two to tango. So when he got when Seth got injured, I can't he believe I just used that phrase. <laughs> so when Seth got injured, he fell back weird like Joe got him in the choke and went to go fall back, and then Seth kind of twists, and when he falls back, that's when he... It's a very, like, fast thing. That's where he hurts himself. So, I don't know. I just think, uh, let's lay off Samoa Joe, huh? I really don't think it's uh, 100% his fault. I think it's just an accident that Do happened. Do we need to have somebody to be mad at all the time, you guys? Really? Yeah. Really? So um, we had a question about this, and I will talk about that a little later. So that was the end of of Raw. 
Um, very exciting to... Oh, and that was the other thing. I had posted, I want to say, five hours before Raw went on the air. I can't wait for everyone to whine when Samoa Joe shows up on SmackDown or Raw this week or next week. And then I went, ahem, as he debuted. Ahem. Ahem. Which is another thing. Like, I kind of understand what would the point of Samoa Joe coming in at 30 just for, to make me, like... Yay, Samoa Joe, and then he's not going to win. Like, Looking back at Royal, it's actually funny as fuck now that Roman Reigns came out as yes, thirty. The political hit stand. I'm on still Roman more Reigns. mad about Kalisto being three. <laughs> Just saying. Oh boy. So, <laughs> um, man, um, SmackDown Live. Um, I guess the confirmed day show. I'm going to spoil everybody. I didn't finish watching SmackDown. Really? Yeah, you I just sh- I just didn't care. I saw Great, so you can't hold the last shot of SmackDown Live against me. Um don't, I don't I don't know what happened. Don't bring it up. I don't know what happened. Do I have to look it up? No. I mean we should. Please don't. Did Baron Corbin stand tall at the end? Yes. Yeah, oh fuck yeah. Over Dean. Oh my god. All hail big breakfast. And the biggest banterer of all time. Wow, no. he stood tall, huh? He, well, because he was being a disrespectful little shit. It mm-hmm. was a match between AJ, AJ and Dean. And, and Dean, I, didn't, I was and just like, I don't want to watch What happened this. was, um, AJ won, and then Baron. No, it was AJ won, and then after AJ won, Miz came in, and Miz, Miz was on commentary, and Baron Corbin were both on commentary. Well, Baron Corbin came out uninvited, but because uh, he's a piece of shit, and um. I was like, Baron Corbin should not be allowed to be on commentary. He doesn't even know what he's watching because he doesn't care about what he's watching because he's a piece of shit. Working myself into a shoot. Yeah, you are. Um, I hate him. Um, and after Miz attacked him, Baron Corbin got in the ring, attacked Miz, and then attacked Dean Ambrose when Dean was already down. So Dean l- legit took everyone's finisher and then was just like dead at the end. And wow. I remember watching it and going... John better not mention this. I'm this looking is fucking at, yeah, annoying. I'm, I'm looking at this and right now. Big breakfast, standing tall. Well, I might, I might, I might um, go on a go on a protest like strike against breakfasts. Wow, you're not even going to eat breakfast, the best yep. meal of the day. Yep. Wow. Why would you deny yourself a big breakfast? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so I could just eat breakfast for dinner. That's true, but it would still be breakfast. God damn it. Uh, so we opened the show with John Cena. Coming out being like, hey, I'm the champ. Here's my title. whoop de doo And the Wyatts come out and they're like, oh, John Cena, we're going to punch you in the face. Apologi- he was apologizing to AJ with so much sincerity and he was like 100% right too. He apologized to him? Yeah. I he, apolo- like- he apologized to AJ. He was like, I'm sorry for calling you just a guy. He was like, you're not uh, just a guy at all. Like, you're someone who is a phenomenal, like, he, what did he say? You're someone who oh, is a, yeah, fun, he, yeah. he didn't call him phenomenal, though. He used something else where he was like a really important, amazing person on this roster that brings out the best in me. And I need you to understand that I think you're fantastic and I, everybody else thinks you're, yeah. And it was really, it was, I was like, oh, John Cena, somebody, at least someone's winning wearing the colors of orange <laughs> and blue. So. Wow, what a blow. Uh, Fuck you, Marianne. Blow. <laughs> Did you see the very, very beginning, though? Yes, with where the, AJ is like watching the television. And he was all pissy, and I was like, I'm down with AJ's muscle tea, but I am not down with his constant need for electrician gloves. <laughs> yes. But Dad Shane, is it weird that I just want to meet Dad Shane so I can hug him? He just looks so huggable. He like I want to go, you're huggable. great, and then just hug him and be like, thanks, Dad Shane, for being a great Dad Shane. 
and he then that would the be the daddest it. of Shanes. The daddest of Shanes. But uh, so yeah. Wyatt's come out. Randy Orton says some things. They surround. I think John I audibly Cena. said, uh, "Go away, Bray." Yeah, I don't like this Bray. I can't <laughs> wait for Orton to turn on him. Stuff. Well, he didn't. He um, honestly. He didn't laugh nearly as much as he usually does, and True. I'm so proud of him. I really need but, that talking smack Bray to be the Bray on everything. <laughs> all Bray all the time. Because he's the best. I can't wait for Orton to turn on him. Like, I really wanted it to happen at Rumble, and it didn't, but... Yeah. Why? I don't I, I don't like how they refer to them as, like, how Randy was, like, the Wyatts, like, 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 saying something and then referring to them as to the Wyatts. I'm like, there's a singular Wyatt. There's only one. If you were debating whether, yeah, if you were debating whether or not that they're a cult, you definitely should realize that they're a cult. <laughs> because nobody other than Bray is named Wyatt. Why are they called the Wyatts? Like, true. It just weirds me out. So they surround the the ring, and lights go out, or we get the little whatever thing and luke harper is now in the ring i totally knew that was gonna happen right right when they started closing in on john cena i'm like luke harper's gonna get in there so luke harper and john cena looks at him and goes yeah i'm very excited that luke harper's here and then we get a tag team match but it was like a weird tag team match where it was like cena had a great match on sunday but not so much in this match it was kind of sloppy there was a lot right. of, like, shoulder tackles that were, like, m- complete misses. Like, I don't know. But Luke is... wouldn't fight Bray, which is odd because he was so, it was so easy for him to give him a, like, try and give him a sister Abigail yeah. that it was like, why is this? I don't I, know. I was listening to uh, the Talk is Jericho podcast with uh, Kevin Owens, and this is what is known as the SmackDown special. Uh, where after a pay per view, the people there's two like single single people who have issues with another person, and then they put them in a tag team match. That's how it was like on the regular roster, and then uh-huh. I saw this and I went, "Oh, it's the SmackDown special." Oh my god! Even though it's the brand split now, but uh, yeah, Cena gets pinned cleanly by Orton, and John laughed out loud. Um, what with so much potential that match had, it was actually kind of bullshit. Yeah, I think this is um this was probably the weakest smackdown since the brand split. Dude, for sure. I yeah. agree with that completely. It was just it sucked because I wanted that match to be good because of the people that were in it, but it was just disappointing. Yeah, I'm just looking at this and I'm looking at the notes I have and I'm just kind of like, ooh. Uh, we had Carmella taking on Delilah Doom. I, I mean, Dawson. S- I have so many notes for this. James Ellsworth yeah. coming out and telling everyone to be quiet when nobody was making any noise. Like he was <laughs> expecting ahead of time some kind of huge pop. And he just kept going like he had this script and he was like, let me try shit. And I'm like, dude, nobody's talking because nobody cares about you. <laughs> How but dare you? Who is the manager in that relationship? What do you mean? I assume like, it's James L. Well, I, I no, because they're equal partners. They're both the manager. Okay, they're both the manager because both of it's them are part, too weak to be actual wrestlers. A, a good relationship. Morrow they support each other. Was so fucking great. He said that introduction lasted longer than Ellsworth's participation in the Royal yes. Rumble. Yeah, <laughs> this match had so many great JBL quotes. Oh my god, he was losing his mind. It was so hysterical. The best part. Oh, and I forgot about this part is he's like he's he's in there with the with the i can't remember the blue thing the blue thing and maro goes the blue meanie and (laughs) jbl goes dead silent um if you're not familiar with the blue meanie jbl um debacle just look it up 
and you'll understand real quick. JBL it was, was a so bully. funny, but elves were skipping down the ramp. Looked so unnatural, and no one needs to see that. J- holding hands with Carmel. It was so weird. But I think JBL said, "What does Jennifer say of you?" A lot of people undermarry. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, it was so. <laughs> and then he kept screaming at Maro, "You're actually calling this match? What the hell is wrong with you?" That uh, this this segment was entertaining. Carmela ends up picking up the win. Um, her face when Ellsworth hugged her. Yes, that doesn't that if that doesn't show you that she's using him, I don't know what else does. She's well, totally using him to help her cheat, and I love it. Yeah, but I think Morrow mentions Delilah again, and JBL was like, "How do you even know her name?" Yes. Oh my <laughs> Poor god. Poor Tom having to whore out that mobile app though. Ugh. Have oh, you seen game? the graphics? The game. I have the game. It's all right. They all look roided out as yeah, fuck. They do, but it's a fun game. It's just like bejeweled, but you have wrestling. Bejeweled. Yeah, bejeweled. Is that not how you say Bar- it? Barasslin. Barasslin. <laughs> I don't know. I Trent tried to make Bar-wrestling. it work. <laughs> You're welcome, Trent. There's a new shirt. Barasslin around the world. Barasslin around the world. Oh, my God. We had uh, Kalisto versus Dolph Ziggler. I didn't watch this match. J- did you, Okay, you should have because JBL at the beginning was... Okay, oh, no, excuse me. At the end, Ziggler t- tries to take off Kalisto's mask. Oh. And JBL was like, I want to see what's under there. And he was talking about the rumors of what's under Kalisto's mask. And now he has like one eye and like, <laughs> like a fucked up face and all these things. Oh and then I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy oh, to yeah. come help out. People we- came out. You you know what? But that, I mean, that's good that they're they're trying to do something with Apollo Cruz, and yeah. I actually do think he and Dolph Ziggler could have a pretty. They're really well match. matched. So, um, in terms of ability, but I just think JBL trying to guess what was under Kalisto's mask was so funny. It was so funny. I didn't watch the max the match, but at the end, I was like, "What is under Kalisto's mat mask? A really white guy. A really white guy, maybe. Yeah." We had, um, you know, normally this would be the point of the show where I hit the, you just made the list twice in a row. Actually, three times. Maybe even four. But I'm not going to do it. It was a uh, tag team match between Alexa Bliss and Mickey James taking on Naomi and Becky Lynch. Um, Naomi gets the pinfall on Alexa Bliss again. I love again. this new Naomi. I love it. Naomi she's such a good is, dancer and such a good... She's so good. I love she's using the split-legged moonsault she as was a finish. Great for, she was great in that match, and I love people cheering for her. I, I believe um, when she finally gets her chance... She need they she needs, she to, needs the title. to she needs to win the title and the she like like annihilates Alexa like twice in a row and I'm like looking real pathetic there aren't you Alexa really right. really not decent right. but feel the glow of 3.0 glow fire oh okay so <laughs> there's an interview for anybody who got that reference good job there's an interview <laughs> before they go uh, they go to commercial where I think Becky Lynch calls them glow fire. And yeah. like they do the interview, and, and, the, oh and my God. JBL goes, Glowfire! <laughs> and we watched that 20 times. Just him going, Glowfire! Glowfire! And we watched it 20 times just because it's so funny how his reaction to it. JBL has some of the greatest reactions. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> then we got to whatever the fuck that American Alpha segment was. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't watch it. Okay, so what, what happened was... I just watched the open challenge part. Okay, so they did a backstage interview, yeah. with, and they're like, "No, 
hello, does anybody want to fight us? We have the championships. Like, just and I think uh, Chad Gable like closes his eyes and just waves the title around. Like, <laughs> does anybody want to come and take this from us? Like, we're gonna go out to the ring and we're gonna issue an open challenge. Uh-huh. So they go out to the ring, issue an open challenge, and the Usos come out, and I go, oh shit! I went, fuck yes! This is gonna be awesome. And then after the Usos come out. The Ascension come out. And I thought, it gets worse. And I went, okay, we're going to have a three-way that match. That'll be cool. And then the VOD villains come and out. I said, and I go, this... oh my God, the VOD villains, they're still on the roster? They're still and... alive? I was like, this can get worse? And I went, what? okay, well then we're going to have a four. Wait, never mind. And tag teams just keep coming out. But it, I thought that it was going to get real shitty. And then Brizongo came out. And I went, well, it could be worse. And then nothing happened. Like, they brawled. And nothing happened. And then I feel like who were the last two teams in the ring? It was one. It was one man band and Rhino. This was Beauty and the Man Beast and American Alpha. And then they just played American Alpha's music and nothing was accomplished. I was like, this is horrible for new nasty Usos. I think this was the worst. That was probably the worst segment of the. Oh, it for sure was. Not only of the show of just Smackdown live in general. Yeah. I was just very like, what is this? And then I stopped watching SmackDown because I I saw Dean and AJ and I was just like, I don't have the patience for this. Because you knew how much was left. There was so much left in the show. If you looked at the bar. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. And And there was also too many people on commentary, I might add. Yeah, there's 400 people at the desk. There was one, two, three, four. Seven people on yeah. commentary at one point, and I went. We don't didn't even Maurice have, room. have headphones. No, she didn't. She was okay. sitting off to the side, and I was like, "We don't even have room for just. If we're going to have this many people, can we just vote David Otunga off the island?" <laughs> yes. But Baron Corbin comes out like a little bit later in the match. After Miz is so good on commentary, Miz is just great. He's good at paying people legitimate compliments. But also being Miz at the same time. Yeah. So he was like, oh, no, this person's good. You know, like he he gives compliments, yeah. but he's still also like, I don't know. Miz is just brilliant. Miz is great. Um, but Baron Corbin comes out in the tightest pants known to mankind. Like he almost walked funny. They were so tight. All hell. No. But. um. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, my uh, Alexa Bliss and Baron Corbin shirts come in. Uh, I didn't order them. <laughs> Oh, man. You're going to be so mad when I have those shirts, finally. I'll never buy them. Please don't. Like, Just silence from Marianne. Just doesn't enjoy... A big breakfast. A big breakfast or being blissful. Nope. Nope. The uh, second one, definitely. <laughs> so, let us go to 205 Live. I actually just finished watching this before we started recording so i don't have the any notes but i i, I do remember do. the matches we opened with it wasn't tony nice and lince dorado that was the first match wasn't it yeah a lince dorado went in his entrance does a weird little kick mm-hmm. did you see that no i did he didn't. came out and he's like yeah and like kicked but he didn't like do a f- i have no what idea had what happened it was. was i saw that it was tony nice and what i had said earlier i went i wrote oh my god stop trying to make tony nice oh, happen not it's not going to happen because I no, I had the audio on. Oh, okay, I just wasn't paying, paying attention. attention. It was because okay. it's Tony it Nice. Right. It's okay match. Kind of like most things he does. Yeah, he's not bad. He's aight. He is aight. Aight. And then we had uh, Tozawa making his debut against S.A. Rios. I mean, uh, not S.A. Rios. Bailey's fiance. Was that Bailey's fiance? Yeah. 
I put some dude that's engaged to Bailey. Oh my god. He looks like S.A. Rios. <laughs> and his name's Aaron Solo. Uh, I thought it was a nice match. So low. For, I thought it was a nice match for Tozawa. I think it showcased him very nicely. We had the Brian Kendrick on commentary, which means he's probably going to feud with him. Which is great. Which is fine. I'm fine with that. And then the main event was a tag team match. You didn't mention that Austin Aries in there talking to Tozawa. And he was like, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. He got in because Tozawa got the win. And Austin Aries was like... With a vicious... I'm sorry. A vicious snap German. Yeah. And oh, God. I I hit the mic. But the look on Brian Kendrick's... The Brian Kendrick's face after that happened was just utter shock. (laughs) It was like, oh, my God. I just witnessed that. But um, Austin Aries gets in the ring and is talking to Tozawa and he's talking down to him. He's like, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you have anything to say? And then he spoke like in Japanese. And in my head, I'm going, Tozawa speaks perfect English. He speaks perfect English. He, Tozawa's career, he's been everywhere. Did you know he was in a a stable in Dragon Gate with Dean Ambrose? What stable was that? Was that the dirty? Uh, uh, Kamikaze USA. Oh, okay. It wasn't the dirty. With John Moxley. Wow. John without an H, Moxley. Look at that. Yeah. He was a stable in Dragon Gate. Huh. Yeah. And uh, Gran Akuma was also in there, in that stable. Gran Akuma. Remember him? I do remember him. I follow him on Twitter. He has great insight on Japanese wrestling. Of course he does, because he's Gran Akuma. I really like him. I wish he would be around some more. Fist didn't like him, though, did they? No, they did not. They kicked him out. And then he came back and beat the shit out of all of them. By himself, probably. Yes, definitely by himself. Beaten, beaten up the John boy. Anyways, <laughs> so main event was uh, Noam Dar. You just made the list. And uh. the new WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville taking on Cedric Alexander and uh, taking over for the Hurt Rich Swan. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, oh my God, that was ridiculous. Um, was the gentleman Jack Gallagher. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I didn't like the end, but I understood it because, like, Neville just hates everyone, so why not? But, yeah. Uh, Jack Gallagher is always making the same face that my brother, like, the exact same face that my brother makes right when he's about to make me look stupid. (laughs) So every time I look at Jack Gallagher, I go, but, like, he's adorable, but... Who was it? Who was it that said the like? It's a good thing. It was like I, somebody said it's a good thing they kept Alicia Fox in the back because Jack Gallagher's out here, Mister Steal Your Girl, Jack Gallagher. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and uh, yeah, match was fine. Cedric and Gallagher get the win, and that was um that was two oh five live. And I watched NXT. Actually, I'm sorry. I wish I did. I watched most of NXT. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched I watched enough of it. So yes, uh, NXT. Um, it was basically the matches that aired before the takeover, and uh, we had Ember Moon taking on Aaliyah, and this match was I I thought it was pretty good. I really love how far Aaliyah's come. I know she's, she's great. She's very very good, and Ember Moon. It looks like she's being groomed to be the next challenger to Oscar, which I am. Very excited I knew I knew about. they were gonna do that right when she debuted. I'm like all those other I was like, other girls get the fuck out of the way. You're not even on her level. So it should be very exciting when we get there. Uh Ember Moon picks up the win. And uh the next match, which was, was very, very good, and I watched it with with Kyle, was uh Tyler Bate taking on Oni Lorkin. 
Oh my god! You should watch this match. It was very good. And my boy Biff. Yeah, Biff. <laughs> and uh, Tyler Bate, nineteen years old. Kyle was. I he had seen some matches, but he was just like this kid is a star. Like he's nineteen. He's nineteen in twenty in ten years. He'll he will be twenty nine. He will have, and he's this good already. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree. It was a good match. And then um, we had a backstage segment where. Uh, people were tending to Shinsuke after his match. Triple H comes and talks to him, sees see if he's okay. And behind Triple H, who is it but Cassius Ono, who bends down and talks to Nakamura. In his giant Cassius Ono self. He talks for, to him for a little bit and helps him to the trainer's room. So after that, we had a No Way Jose versus... Elias Sampson match, which I did not watch. You, uh, Elias Sampson, apparently waving to Corey Graves because it was his last NXT show. Oh my! He, uh, there, I, he, I he like was a little shit and was like, "Yeah, that's great." And you watched the? Um, do you have any thoughts on? Because this was Corey's last. They did like takeover. A, they did like a video package thing of Corey Graves and like it was really sweet and he had tweeted he was like i don't deserve i didn't deserve this but thank you so much you know like and it was it was just a really sweet thing it was like his whole career and you like you look at it and he was like it was really hard to retire you know he was like it was really hard for me but i realized that you have to like like you'll obviously yeah. get knocked down but you have to go to your full potential until you can't do it anymore yeah you know and it, it was just it was really well put together and it was cute you know I don't know. And I, I posted it and I was like, if you don't love this man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. Corey Graves great. is the best. So I, I guess going forward, we'll have Nigel on commentary now, which I'm very excited about. I'm sad, though, because I love the Tom Phillips, Corey Graves chemistry. I do, too. But we I can't love have, I love I love the two of them. Can't have it all. But yes, I'm I'm excited for for Nigel, and actually, I'm kind of excited for Corey because this means that he isn't like doing this, like getting pulled in twenty different directions. Yeah, because I on the cool. on the video package thing, it was talking about where after he retired, he was like, I didn't. He was like, I didn't want to give it up and he was yeah. like so i did everything he was like i helped set up the ring i stayed around and i helped do this and i helped do that because i wanted to still keep myself active to still yeah. do it and he was like and then they asked me if i wanted to do commentary for some event and he was like and i went in and he was like and i was practicing and practicing to make myself better for it you know and i'm sitting there going you're the fucking best <laughs> he's the best he's so good he's so fucking good and it shows him like in the studio like he was like yeah i went in and i was just practicing on how to call things and stuff like that and he was like and then i did it and then I, the the response that he would get from it was not yeah. it, it was just good that he he was like i did everything that i could to still be useful yeah and, and he, i was like and bless he's you and your little tattooed neck now he's on monday night raw way to go yeah so that's pretty cool questions we have some we have one question this week is it from kevin it is indeed from kevin sup kevin kevin says what do y'all think Will happen. He with, put y'all, didn't he? He did. Of course he did. What do y'all <laughs> think will happen with the Triple H Samoa Joe Seth Rollins angle now that Seth is hurt? That is a great question. I honestly do not know. I have been thinking about this since Tuesday morning, and if Seth's injury isn't as severe as it sounded at first, and it is actually he might be back by WrestleMania, then I mean kind of fantasy booking this is moot i said to kyle 
yesterday, and I said, you know, just spitballing, and this would never happen. What if uh, Triple H fought Chris Hero at WrestleMania? Chris Hero comes out and says, hey, I'm back. You told you told me I wasn't good enough. I wasn't in good enough shape to be a part of your little promotion. I'm still not I, in good enough shape, but... But I'm the best in the world. I've proved I'm the best in the world, and now I, I'm going to fist fight you. I want to see him in a tag match, just a random hap- like happenstance tag match with fucking Tommy End. I'm Again. sure it'll happen. Yes. That's literally just like, you know, well, what if kind of thing. But now you have... You're in a weird spot where you've brought Samoa Joe up. He's unfortunately hurt Seth Rollins to the point where they can't have a match at Fastlane, which so I So what assume, are they going to do with Samoa Joe now because Seth's injured? I saw somebody post, well, maybe Triple H just goes, well, I'm done with you, Samoa Joe, and turns on Samoa Joe. But I don't think that's good either. I'm just going to say fingers crossed that Finn Balor gets well very soon. I don't know. I honestly do not know, Kevin. It's it's, it's a most weird, unfortunate a weird situation to be put in right now because it's like who would some like Seth Rollins didn't really have friends on Raw. I guess I would assume Roman was the only friend he had, but Roman's Roman's busy. not even a friend, and Roman's busy. Other than that, there's no one that you could be like that could fight Samoa Joe on behalf of. Yeah, Roman. Roman was just like I Rollins. tolerate your presence. You're still a piece of shit, but I tolerate your presence, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. What I was it? No when idea. did he get injured last time last year? Okay, it was what the was sunset it? flip powerbomb well, on Kane I... when he fucked his knee up. Thanks Kane, but anyways, what was going on in the plot at that time and did we also have the same we don't know what the fuck's going to happen? Cuz it wasn't it He was the champion. At yeah, and then point. he had to give it up. He had to give it up, and we couldn't up. figure out. I, I think Roman ended up winning the belt in some weird way. I can't remember. Yeah, it, what was, it was it was a weird series of exchanges. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I do not know. It's very yeah. What are they gonna do with Samoa Joe? Like, I don't. I don't know. He's gonna be stuck in like stuck like because he's on Raw now. Basically, he he is a person that is on Raw. Triple H doesn't really have any existing problems with any other wrestlers on the roster. So I don't know. I don't know what you do with Samoa trips Joe. Trips is too busy to handle any more feuds than just one. So we'll it's see. trips. I don't know. I honestly do not know what you do. Do you have anything else? Because there's one other thing that I want to mention that Kyle told me about yesterday that is huge. Is it, is it WWE related? No. It okay. Is, um, APW is... In May is running the Cow Palace, which is huge. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not in town that weekend. Again? It's my birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Is that the same weekend as the Disneyland weekend? Disneyland weekend, yes. Disneyland weekend. It's, um, yeah, so... Um, this is very exciting. Um, that show should be huge. They haven't announced anything other than they are running the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace used to be like a heavy WCW place where they would run WCW shows. And um, yeah, it's like kind of the birthplace of like the Battle Royal with San Francisco. A mm-hmm. little kind of. Yeah, it's just got a lot of wrestling history, and it's really cool that they are running that building. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could go, but I cannot. That is well, then I can't either. Yeah. That's I mean, so shitty. So Kyle might go, and we'll get a report. <laughs> so we'll see. They got to get yeah. some big names for that show if they're going to... Oh, they're going to get Zack Sabre Jr. 
because they, they need, already have him. They need a bunch of names for that show. They're gonna, they well, they'll have well. I can tell you one hundred percent certainty, one hundred and fifty whatever billion percent certainty that they'll have Joey Ryan because they always have Joey Ryan. Yeah, uh, Joey I Ryan is everybody's Joey Rhodes. Ryan, and they'll have Cody Rhodes. They'll most likely have Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Um. Well, they have. Also, they have that was relatively. They have Pentagon. They've had um, X Pac. Yeah, I mean they, they'll they'll yeah. figure it out. They had Billy Gunn once. They that was weird. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, they'll uh, Marty Janetti. I told Kyle just throw money at the Young Bucks. Don't. They don't need it. <laughs> don't. Oh They're my not god. Not that far. Either. I'm going to be so fucking upset if they book Chuck Taylor. I'm going to be so fucking upset. You don't even understand. I will. I will let you bail out on birthday weekend if, if that, that happens, happens. Yeah. really yeah john john is a real friend john I, john real friend i guess so <laughs> dude <laughs> oh my god i would i would die but what i was gonna say because you would ask me if i had anything related i have been working on um i've been testing the sound and the lighting and stuff on starting a vlog and i had told you about this oh and yeah i've told a couple other people about it i've started doing the notes but i'm what i really realized that i have to do is i have to go back and watch from the beginning of when it started as far as um, what it's going to be is me doing a vlog where it's confusing and hard enough to do even when you haven't been drinking but talking about the um the storylines tracing all the way back to at least like 2007 of chikara until now but steadily yeah getting uh, more and more drunk how's my chikara subscription treating is fucking fantastic right, i good. watched i watched the one um half, i watched half of king of trios this from this past really year. i it. watched um the one where uh the bdk where they form yeah where uh pinky sanchez's carpenter aunt shocker yeah. spoiler alert but um just because it's so funny yeah just the evolution of tim donst tim donst John has unplugged his phone, so he can't do the sound effect. Oh, sorry. Tim Donst you is just made on the list. my list. He is permanently on my list, but Chuck Taylor is permanently number one on my list, in case anybody forgot. Uh, Tim is two. Sorry, Tim. But uh, I'm going to be doing that, and so I'll have to cut it. Probably the reason why I have to go back and watch matches from the beginning is because even getting through one year of their plot is like 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's unreal. So I'm going to have to figure out that and organize it otherwise. But look out for that if you guys have any suggestions or anything for something I should do other than I do know I'm going to do a mentions Tim Donst counter in the upper corner <laughs> of the video. But um, yeah, I'm working on that and I'm really excited. I that have will be a subsection of TTR. And yeah, and then John, John, John will be on it. Well, if I have the time. But if yeah, he has I, the time. I'm sure I'll be on it at some point. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. Where it's like the, I'll, I'll have you on it, where it's like the culmination of like every year. So it's like, okay, and then King of Trios happened, and here's John. <laughs> have a Fair. beer, John. I'm probably just going to stick to drinking beer, because I'm way more fun when, I have, when I've had beer. But um, yeah, I'm, work, I'm working first, towards folks. that. Way more fun when she's had beer. Well, because I've, I've had a webcam for a while, like a really good one, and I might as well just, you know, I've yeah, found I know. something I've to do. And it's this. enough, Chikara having that much plot and stuff, for that's a lot of material to work on and that's something so i'm excited for that well good i'm excited that you're doing this finally 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 so um that's it i think there's an fip show this weekend and um my god if um last time was any indication holy moly Oof. that tone of voice do you know uncle john 
Speaking, You're an Uncle John, so yes, and I have I an Uncle John. Speaking of... Um, Everyone knows an just, Uncle John. Just randomly saying things before I start doing plugs. Um, Dan informed me... Oh, yes. ...that he uh, woke up from a nap to find out that Jimmy Havoc is coming back to Smash in a month. So, um, Dan, you are a lucky, lucky fella. Um, I listen to <laughs> to uh, Jimmy Havoc's theme like 8 billion times a week. It's great. I can do that to TJ Perkins' theme, to be honest. I listen to that as well. Uh, I want that as a ringtone of, so bad. I'm trying to think of who else I was um, talking to. Shout out to Vince. Um, he We had been talking on on the Facebook Messenger, and he said, I feel like I should be playing Toe Jam and Earl during Tyler Bates' entrance theme. And I said, yes. And we actually went kind of crazy during uh, the Royal Rumble as well. And um, I'll just give out the shout out now to Chris, who is our newest Patreon, you know. Brazilian underscore Fury. Um, a good brother. He has a podcast, which I will now plug. And uh, it's Strong Style Story Podcast. You should check that out. They just had a new episode released on Monday. And they talked about, obviously, New Japan. And they talked about Fantastica Mania. That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And uh, the Mark Knight Express, we got a shout out on their podcast at the beginning. So, um... Things are looking up here at TTR. We're moving up in the uh, the listens and downloads on the NOTLG too. Did you see that? We're yeah coming in third. We almost we we almost dethroned Girls Interrupting, which is hard to do. Hard. I just you mentioned Dan and he had tweeted. I know you guys don't do Corey Graves' quote oh, of the yes. week anymore. We should, but he doesn't make for fantastic material because he's not commentating on a show that has Mojo Rally or Elias Sampson on it. But he True. said, but it has to be Corey Gray's quote of the week has to be he's not from Pittsburgh. And I don't know the contest for, for the context for that. Corey Graves is from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. But the quote of the week should be he's not from Pittsburgh. Speaking Ooh, of someone else. Dan, you're going to have to. Uh... No, the quote of the week as in Corey said it. He's not from Pittsburgh, meaning that he probably meant Elias Sampson because isn't Elias Sampson yes. from Pittsburgh. What, yes. What an embarrassing fact to share with someone. <laughs> okay, so that's it for us this week. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. They are awesome, and you should do that. And uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash notlg. And shout out to Chris again, because why the hell not? It's our show, and he gives us money. His hard-earned money that he doesn't have to, but we appreciate it. So that's it for us this week join us again next week as we talk about you know the grabs and probably some other things that have nothing to do with the grabs exactly Tangent so there's only one thing left to do so marianne if you do ring the bell y'all